Welcome to the Southwest Apostolic Church podcast. Southwest Apostolic Church is located at 3161 South Rowena Street, Indianapolis, Indiana, 46241. Phone number 317-227-0182. Give us a call if we can help you. Our services are Sunday morning, 10 o'clock. Sunday evening, 7 o'clock. Tuesday evening, we have prayer meeting at 7.30. And Wednesday evening, we have Bible class at 7.30. Our webpage, www.southwest-apostolic.com. You can find us on the web there. And you're welcome to any of the services. Uh, Our podcast will contain preaching from the pastor and other preachers. So without further ado, we'll get right into it. God bless. Let's go to the book of... We're going to go to the book of Luke 21. Luke 21. We want to talk about the last days. We want to talk about the coming of the Lord tonight, if the Lord helps us. Praise the Lord. We're not trying to be sensational or anything like that. I don't think we ought to try to set dates. You know, I remember 1988 man wrote a book, 88 Reasons Why Jesus Was Coming in 88. Uh, guess what? He sold a lot of books. <laughs> but Jesus didn't come in 88. <laughs> so we're not here tonight to set dates or or speculate. But we do want to proclaim that Jesus is coming. Isn't that right? Yes, and he is coming. And we need to be ready. Thank you, Fernando. So tonight we're going to look at Luke, the 21st chapter, and start there anyway. Let's look at verses 5 through 28. Luke 21. Luke five, uh, 21 and 5. We'll do a little reading here tonight. It's Bible study. We'll just take our time. And as some spake of the temple, how it was adorned with godly sto- stone, goodly stones and gifts, he said, As far as these things which ye behold, the days will come, in which there shall not be one left stone another upon another, but shall be thrown down, that shall not be thrown down. And they asked him, saying, Master, when will, shall these things be? And what signs shall be there when these things shall come to pass? And he said, Take heed that ye be not deceived, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and the time draweth near. Uh, go ye not therefore after them. But when you shall hear of wars and commotions, be not terrified, for these things must first come to pass, but the end is not by and by. Then said he unto them, Nations shall rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, and great earthquakes shall be in divers places, and famines and pestilences and fearful sights and great signs shall there be from heaven. But before all these, they shall lay their hands on you and persecute you, delivering you up to the synagogue and into prisons, being brought before the kings and the rulers for my name's sake, and it shall turn to you for a testimony. Settle it, therefore, in your heart, not to meditate before what you shall answer, for I will give you a mouth and wisdom which all your adversaries shall not be able to gainsay nor resist. 
but ye shall be betrayed, both by parents, brethren, kinsfolk, friends. And some of you shall they cause to be put to death. And ye shall be hated of all the men for my name's sake. But there shall not a hair of your head perish. In your patience possess ye your souls. And when you shall see Jerusalem compassed about with armies, then know that the desolation thereof is nigh. Then let them which are in Judea flee to the mountains, and let them which are in the midst of it depart out, and let not them that are in the countries enter there into. For these be the days of vengeance, that all things which are written may be fulfilled. But woe unto them that are with child, and to them that give the suck in those days. For there shall be great distress in the land, and wrath upon this people. And they shall fall by the edge of the sword, and shall be led away captive unto all nations, and Jerusalem shall be trodden down of the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles be fulfilled. And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the, and upon the earth distress of nations with perplexity and the sea and the waves warring, roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth. For the powers of heaven shall be shaken and then shall they see the Son of Man coming in the clouds in a cloud with power and great glory and when these things begin to come to pass then look up and lift up your heads for your redemption draweth nigh amen let's pray one more time jesus thank you for your word tonight lord help us be ready to meet you and help us break down your word and have a little bit of understanding about it so we ask you god to help us we love you and thank you lord Amen. You may be seated. God bless you. So, like all prophecy in the Bible, this scripture that Jesus is talking about, they ask him in Matthew, it's written, we'll get there a little bit too. But they ask him what's going to be what what's the sign of the end and when's this temple going to be broke down and what's the sign of your coming? What tell us about all these things? So in this in this discourse here, we have, he teaches about false messiahs and wars. He talks about earthquakes, famines, pestilences, signs. But before those things, Jerusalem was going to be captured. And uh, if you know your history, uh, you see, it, Jesus came uh, as the Messiah when he, when he came. He came to be Israel's Messiah. And uh, he did everything he's supposed to do to show that he was the Messiah. He had power over pestilences. And he had power over disease. He had power over physical ailments. He had, he had kingship. The Bible gave, gives us his genealogy. He was the son of Abraham, the son of David. So he came to be their Messiah. And... Uh, he even rode into Jerusalem on the donkey when that, and uh, do it, fulfilling the scriptures. But the leadership and those in Israel rejected him. They rejected their Messiah. And Jesus looked on the crowd and he said, looked out upon the city one day and he said, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how oft I would have gathered you under my wings like a hen doth her chicks, you know, her babies. He said, I would, I would, but you, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't receive him. So, so what happened was 
Jesus died, I was reading today, about either 30 or 33 A.D. They, those were the better, best dates, and they, they figured all that out by the time Pilate was the ruler and Herod, and they got history to figure all that out. So it looked like he was crucified about 33 A.D. Well, after that, they had revolts. They had leaders that rose up. They wanted the people to follow them. They were going to be the deliverer. They had, they had wars with the Romans, and uh, it got so bad that finally Rome had had enough, and they sent the legions in, and they, they trod down Jerusalem, and they tore it down. The temple, Jesus said, the temple would be torn down, and they tore it down. And uh, I think they still have the uh, stone carvings over there in Rome where they show Titus is coming back with all the spoils of victory. And they show, this. if you've ever seen that picture, it's really something. And the, the soldiers are carrying the big menorah, the big candles that come out of the temple, the gold, uh, all that stuff that was made out of gold. And they did. They tore it all down. And uh, so Jerusalem was captured. And the Bible says, until the times of the Gentiles be fulfilled. Now that was about, let's see, what is that, 70? So what are we, 20, 23? So at least 1950 years ago. And you know, we talked about it last week or so about how the gospel was preached to the Jews first. And we talked about how the gospel, they rejected the gospel. They rejected Jesus. They rejected the gospel. And then so Paul was an apostle to the Gentiles. And that gave you and I the opportunity to be saved. I'm glad about that, aren't you? Amen. Okay. So until the times of the Gentiles be fulfilled. Now we're getting there. Things are changing. How many knows things are changing fast? So he said, signs in heaven, distress on the earth, fear. And then he talks about the second coming. And he said, when these things begin to come to pass, your redemption is drawing near praise the lord and then we're going to look you can look at your bible flip over to matthew 24 matthew 24 we're not going to read all of it it's uh it's 1 through 31 and it's the it's matthew's version of this uh what they call the olivet discourse where he talks about these things and the the says jesus went out and departed from the temple and his disciples came to him to show him the buildings of the temple. And Jesus said unto them, See ye not all these things? Verily I say unto you, There shall not be left there one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. And in the next verse he was said, He was sitting on the Mount of Olives. And they asked him privately, Tell us when shall these be? When shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? So this discourse talks about the destruction of Jerusalem. It talks about the sign of his coming, how do we know he's coming, and what it's going to be like at the end of the world. And then you read the Matthew's version. It's just the same. He talks about the destruction of the temple. He talks about the second coming. He talks about the end of the age. You know, all things don't remain the same. You know that? Things change, don't they? You know, the United States was founded, what, 200 and... Is it 50 yet? Is it 250 years yet? 1770-something? Somebody help me out here. How many years? 230-something? 250 years. Okay. 
And everybody thought, well, the United, you know, that's we're the the Lord blessed this country, and we're the greatest nation in the world, basically. But how many knows things are changing, and things are changing. And the Bible says, "Woe unto a nation that forgets God." And they would never thought the Roman Empire could ever come down. But uh, the things are changing, and that's what. Jesus is telling them things are going to change. And there's, he talked about additional signs. He talked about backsliding. He talked about, <laughs> I don't want to backslide, do you? I want to hang on, don't you? Whatever tribulation, I don't know. See, now, I was thinking about this today a little bit about, uh, maybe I said something about the other day too. We don't know as much as we think we know. Pro- I, I think I was, it was something I saw on Facebook, some prophecy guy, and he had his charts, you know, and he was drawing all this. And, and I, sometimes I think we don't know as much as we think we do sometimes. So I don't know how it's all going to play out. But I do know the times are changing, and we are living in the last days. I believe that with all my heart. Because I'm going to tell you what. It has never been on the earth like it is today. Now, we've had, they had homosexuals back in the day. They had all kind of sin back in the day. But the world is in a different way. Think, look, at the, right now we've got technology that they never had before on this earth. You got FaceTime on your phone? Anybody ever use FaceTime? Oh, there's the grandkids. Hi. <laughs> that's kind of like the Jetsons, you know. That's what the Jetsons did back in the day. George, that flying cars. But the technology, they got now they got AI, their artificial intelligence. They're talking about that. And I still ain't figured that out yet. They're talking about the artificial intelligence is going to be so dangerous. I thought, well, what's so dangerous? All you got to do is unplug it, you know. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't program it. Don't, don't give it no juice. <laughs> So, but I don't know anything about it. But they were talking on the radio the other day about this Snapchat or something. They got chat, chat AI or something. And you can go on there and, and you can say, uh, I need a paper on uh, Brazil. And I need to know about the government of Brazil. And I want it to be written in a way that's not too boring. And, and that, that, that program will spit you out. A paper, you tell it. Say, I need a ten-page paper, and it will print it out for you. It'll make a. It'll put all that together and put up a nice paper together for you. We're living in a day. We got technology. We never. You know, we. How many knows we take for granted what we got? I didn't live before electricity. I don't think anybody here had, did they? Maybe Sister Matthews. Maybe out on the farm, they might not have had it. But see. We think everything's the same. Scoffers say, oh, all things remain the same. Everything's the It's not the same. How many, can, how many in your mind, be honest, can see how the world is heading to like a one-world system? Oh, yeah. Just by listening to the news and just by listening to what's going on. And the Bible talks about all that in the book of Revelation. And, we're headed, and I heard, I've heard this. Now, I've been around apostolic church since I was little. And my mom, they didn't go all the time, but I remember being there when I was little. And they talk about the second coming. They talk about one world currency. They talk about uh, one world government. And nobody could really, they knew that the Bible talked about it, but they didn't really know what it was going to be like. 
But how many knows? They're talking about uh, the government's talking about getting involved in digital currency. I know that the big they had the big flop on the big Bitcoin thing, but they're still trying. They're still heading towards a one one currency. We're heading and see things are happening fast. And I'll tell you what, sometimes it scares me. I don't know how fast things are going. I don't know how fast things are going. But there's coming a day when Jesus is going to come back. I want to be ready, don't you? Amen. Amen. So there will be addition. There's backsliding. There will be gospels going to be preached to the whole world. And I think the United Pentecostal Church is in 196 out of 203 or something nations right now. And that's just us. That's not counting everybody else. Let's go to... Uh, Let's go to uh, Daniel eleven thirty one. Praise God! It, there's a lot in this stuff. We're just going to hit the hit the highlights of it. Praise God. Verse twenty one: There shall be great tribulation, such as not be, since the beginning of the world to this time, no, and never ever shall be. Amen. They're going to say, "Lo, here's Christ. Here's Christ." But let's go to. Uh, Let's go to Daniel eleven thirty one. Now, prophecy is hard to follow. I'm not a prophecy person. But I do know a little bit about how it goes. It goes, they'll speak about something in the, uh, that's contemporary with going on at their time or whatever. Now, Daniel, he saw a lot of things in the future. If you haven't ever read Daniel, you ought to read the book of Daniel. And just read it. Just You might not understand it all. But it's a lot of good stuff in there. 1131, he says, uh, da, da, da. make sure I got it. Daniel 11, 10, 11, 31. And the arms shall stand on his part, and they shall pollute the sanctuary of strength, and shall take away the daily sacrifice, and they shall place the abomination that maketh desolate. And such as do wickedly against the covenant shall he corrupt by flatteries, but the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Now, this has happened. There have been conquerors that have came in, especially between the 400 years in between the Old Testament and the New Testament. And they put, uh, they, there's been different ones. They put, they offered pigs in there, in the holy place of the temple. And how many knows that that was a no-no? And they talk about the abomination that make it desolate. But there's coming an abomination when one's going to set themselves up as God in the temple and proclaim to be God. You ever heard about the Antichrist before? I don't think Donald Trump's the Antichrist either. I don't think the Pope is. I don't think he... The spirit of the Antichrist is working. How many believe that? I believe that, okay. All right, let's go to First uh, Second Thessalonians 2, 1 through 12. But they have had abominations in the temple. They have had those. They brought their, if I remember I read about it, they brought in their, they brought in idols in the temple. They've sacrificed pigs in the temple. And uh, so that was desecration to the Jewish people at the highest level. All right, this is, uh, let's go to 2 Thessalonians 2. Now I beseech you, brethren, 
by the coming of our Lord, Jesus Christ, and by our gathering together unto him. He's talking about the coming of the Lord and our gathering together unto him. Okay? Now, that you be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled, neither by spirit nor by word nor by letter as from us, as that day of Christ is at hand, judgment's at hand. And he said, don't, yeah, it looks like somebody, uh, by their spirit, they're troubled, or somebody's talking about this happening, or even it looks like somebody might have wrote a letter and said that uh, they've missed the coming of the Lord and the tribute, you know, the day of vengeance is coming, and, and they're all worried about it, okay? So Paul's talking to him about it. He said, let no man deceive you by any means. For that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first. Brother Rob, does that, uh, do we have that uh, e-sword on that computer? Yeah. Find that for me on the e-sword and do the, yeah, do the King James Plus version. Yeah, there it is down there. There you go. 2 Thessalonians 2. Except they're coming. Click on, on falling away over here on the, on the left where it says falling away. Click on that little number down here by it where it says falling away over here on the on the scripture up there. Second, yeah, there you go. Now you can't read that, okay? But it says defection. Defection from truth, okay? That's a falling away or a departure, okay? That's what, don't say departure there, but that's what it means. Now everybody says, a departure from truth, okay? That's what they always said. But it doesn't, now listen to me, okay? This is good stuff here. Except there, he says, let no man deceive you, for that day shall not come, except there coming a falling away first. A departure. And the word there is like, the space shuttle goes up, and it's all going up, and then one of them falls off like that. You've probably seen that. Okay? That day shall not come, that day of Christ, the day of judgment, shall not come, except there come a falling, a departure, a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed. Okay? The son of perdition who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God or is worshipped, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Okay? So that's not going, the judgment of God is not going to come out till there come a falling away or a departure first, and then that man of sin is going to be revealed, okay? That's what it says. Now, most, they always said falling away on the doctrine, but I, it doesn't really say that, okay? Listen, because if you, when you read the scripture, you read one part, and then the next few verses will just explain what you just read, like example. Genesis 1-1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Verse 2, and the earth was out form and void. What you have, you have a proclamation in verse 1, and then chapter verse 2, it starts explaining verse 1. Okay? So listen to this now. So 
Uh, remember not that when I was with you, I told you these things. And now you know what withholdeth, that he might be revealed in his time. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only who, who now letteth, that word means hinder, will hinder until he be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked be revealed. Okay. So whatever is hindering, the, I believe that the, the, uh, the falling away that he's talking about is the same thing as talking about whatever's hindering the, the Antichrist coming will be taken out of the way. And I want to be ready for that rapture, don't you? Okay. To me, this is the strongest verse for the rapture, for the pre-tribulation rapture. He said that day's not going to come, and that wicked one's not going to be revealed, except there come a falling away, except there come a, de a departure. Okay. And you know what I told you when I was there, and he said, only now whatever's hindering is going to hinder until he's taken out of the way. To me, those verses tie right back up to where he talks about the falling away. All right. Uh, then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming, even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. Okay. And for this cause God shall send them strong delusion. And they should believe a lie. That they all might be damned who believe not the truth. But had pleasure in unrighteousness. I tell you what. I don't want to be there. Do you? You know you can believe. To, you can choose to believe the truth. But if the Bible says God calls you to believe a lie, you don't get to choose what lie that is. You know what I mean? You don't get to choose that. That's God chooses that. So he's talking about the removal of the restraining force. He's, let's go to Timothy, 1 Timothy 4.1. Go ahead and put that up there, Brother Rob. Um, revelation of the man of sin, the son of perdition, that wicked and lawlessness one, and the coming of the Lord to the earth. That's what we're talking about, the last days. We're living in the last days. Uh, let's see, go back to it, put up a 1 Timothy 4 and 1. You can use that other one, it don't matter. You can't hardly read that one. Huh? Um, let me see, I can't hardly see it anyway. Uh, it's, um, uh, let's click the book there, the little book, right next to where you're at there. That little book right there where you're at, yeah, there you go. That's how you do it. First Timothy four one. That's all right. It ain't your fault. Right? Okay. Now the spirit they can't hardly read that one anyway as good as that other one. Okay, but I, I like to show because you can show what the words mean. Now this oh well Shazam. Now the spirit speaketh expressly. Go ahead and hit that expressly there at forty four ninety. What's that mean? The Spirit speaks expressly. The Spirit is speaking now as spokenly, that is distinctly and expressly. The Spirit is trying to bring something to us, okay? Paul's writing this. The Spirit is speaking expressly. Go ahead. That in the latter times, some shall depart. Click on that. 868. Thou shalt to remove, that is 
instigate to revolt, uh, to desert, to depart, draw, fall away, refrain. So there will be a departure from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Go ahead. Speaking lies in hypocrisy and having their conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from meats, uh, which God hath created to be received with the thanksgiving of them which believe and know the truth. For every creature... I wonder why he threw that in there like that. And just let everybody know it's, it's okay to eat a pork chop, basically. I'm glad about that scripture right there. Hallelujah. <laughs> but see, you will have to people tell you, you there's certain things, you know, you're not supposed to eat certain things, but every creature of God is good and nothing to be refused if it be received with thanksgiving. For it is sanctified by the word of God and of prayer. Okay, the last, go back up. The spirit speaks especially in the last days. Go back up with Keep going, keep going. Yeah. Okay, their conscience, doctrines of devils. Now see, there's all kind of stuff going on, folks, in the spiritual world. And it's manifesting itself. You can see it. Doctrines of devils. Do you ever see these people? They put pictures of them where they've decided they want to look like they, they, they want to be the most tattooed person in the world. And it, it's sad. It makes you want to cry. It makes you just want to, oh, breaks your heart. And there's spirits on the loose and there's things going on. And doctrines of devil lies. They and there was a, this is a, interesting, there was a man, and I think it was around the 1500s, six, six, maybe it was before that some, but he was a, some bishop somewhere, and he was preaching that you weren't, you were, you were, of course, we know Catholics, they forbid to marry too, the priest that is, and he talked about not eating meat, and it was a big deal, and he got kicked out of the church and all that. But these are all things, let's go to, let's go to, Timothy 3. First, second Timothy this time, 3, 1 through 13. See what time it is. Hallelujah. First Timothy 3. Oh, I'm sorry, second Timothy, right. Three, three, 1-13. This know that in the last days perilous times will come. Now that word perilous, go ahead, can you click on that one? It says uh, through the idea of reducing the strength, difficult, that is dangerous, and fierce, and perilous. How many knows that's the day we live in? Perilous times. And the word there, they, when you read about it, they give you uh, like somebody hanging on the ledge of a building. And they're, you know, they're hanging like the old cartoons. They, they would be hanging by their fingertips, you know. And they're just right there on the edge. And it's just, they're just, it's just you know, they're barely hanging on. And how, how many knows that's the way people feel in today's world? You ever feel like you're just barely hanging on? And we feel like we're fighting such a battle? Because we are. We are fighting a spiritual battle. Let me tell you, what we believe and try to live and preach and teach is going against the grain of today's world, folks. 
I mean terrible. You know, if you don't, if you if you try to take a stand on anything, today's world they'll tell you instead. Of, you know, we're living in a world where they have the drag shows at the library for little kids, and people people take their kids to to some see a man dressed up like a woman and. And they have, the, and it's for children. And they, and I think, why would people take their kids to something like that? But if you go, if you went, if you went and protested that or said you didn't agree with that, they would say you are very right wing. You're an extremist. You're the extremist now. We're the extremists now. Just by standing on what's true and good, we are labeled the extremists. But let me tell you something. Don't worry about what they label. You just do the right thing. Amen. We just have to do the right thing in these last days. That's all. Now, let me say, we're not in, you know, it's not about confrontation. It's not about fighting with anybody. We're just going to keep doing what we know to do in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Even in the face of what's going on in the world. Amen. In the face of what's going on. All right. Perilous times shall come. Men shall be lovers of their own selves. Folks, we're living in that day. Humanity, men and women, they... How many of those kids pay the price? We're living in a day where a woman will take, have a baby and it'll interrupt her life or she don't want to deal with it, so they just go throw it in the trash can. Is that not right? Men, lovers of their own selves, they love themselves... Pride is so strong. Pride is so strong. All, you know, all buffed up and got big lion heads tattooed on them and just all kind of stuff. Just a, it's a spiritual thing. Men, men are puffed up. Men think they're really something. I'm talking about humans. Men really think they're somebody. They're scientists that tell you you're crazy if you believe in the Bible and they just they're just they love their own selves okay covetous let's uh, go ahead and give me boasters click on boasters there I want to see what that means covetous we know what that is that's a boasters is a braggers a boaster a braggart a bragger proud Go ahead and give me proud. I want to look at it too. Appearing above others. That is figuratively haughty and proud and blasphemers. Go over there. Let me see that one too. Impious against God. Railing against God. And how many knows that's where we're living at today? They rail against God. They don't respect God. They don't respect God. They don't respect you trying to serve God. They rail against him. And the sad thing is, that's where the powers that be are going. Okay, we got to hurry up here. I, could, I don't want to get into politics. I mean, it's kind of boring, really. But I'm telling you, we're living in an ungodly generation, okay? And the leadership that's coming up are... They don't know about God. We've got, we got kids that have never been to church. They don't know anything about God. And you got people going to Congress 
that are liars and they dress that one Santos guy in New York that they found he just lied all the way through and they finally found out and they, he was in in Brazil dressed like a woman and all kind of stuff and now he's in Congress the Congress of the United States that's where we're at okay proud blasphemers disobedient to parents unthankful unholy without natural affection give me that one brother Rob Okay, natural affection would be to cherish affectionately. Okay, this is hard-hearted towards kindred. Without natural affection. How does a mother take her baby and throw it in a dumpster? How do people do, or how do people, uh, and this one really gets me. I tell Sister Young, and I said it here probably. You got guys that are, that beat, you know, they'll have a, first of all, the lady will have a live-in boyfriend. And he's working, or she's working, and he's not. And she leaves him with the kids. And he gets mad because the kids interrupt his video games, and he beats them to death. That really burns me up. <laughs> you know why women have to get out and hit it? Because you got too many men that don't. Somebody give me an amen on that. Too many guys that won't get up and put the video game down and get it. Get up and do something, make something out of herself. And they hook up with some girl that's got some emotional problem and thinks she has to have a man around, and she wants she does everything she can to keep him around, and she'll go to work and let him take care of the kid, and then he, you know, it's just a bad situation. Okay? Without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent. Go over there and we'll see what that is, Brother Rob. That's kind of a kind of big word. Without self-control. That's what that means. How many knows we're living in a world that doesn't have any self-control? Anybody heard about road rage? People just fly off the handle over nothing. Shoot each other over nothing. All kind of stuff. Okay, fierce. Despisers of those that are good. Can anybody relate that to the days we live in? Traitors, petty, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. Folks, it's, it, they don't have any problem on Sunday morning or in the afternoon when they have a Colts game, they don't have no trouble getting 60,000 people down there to worship their heroes. But church attendance is nothing like it used to be. You know why? Because he said, last days, men will love pleasures, be love pleasure more than lovers of God. And that's where we are. That's where we are. Okay. Traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure, more than lovers of God. Scroll her up here, Brother Rob. Love, 
more lovers of God would be somebody. Okay, so go back to lovers of pleasures. Okay, so they they're fond of pleasure. They they love pleasure more than they do. Brother, go to fifty three seventy seven. Okay, then they're fond of God. That's what he's saying. They love their pleasure, and they're fond of their pleasures, and they love their pleasure more than they love God, and more than they're fond of God. Okay, that's what that means. Okay, scroll up, Brother Rob, to the next verse, verse 5, maybe. Having a form of godliness, but denying the, form, the power thereof, uh, from such turn away. Go ahead, we'll read a little more. For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead women, lead captive silly women laden with sins, led away with delivers us, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Go ahead and write. Okay, and then he talks about uh, which stood Moses, these people that came against Moses, and uh, people now resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds, reprobates concerning the faith. Okay. Uh, let's stop arrow now. Oh, man, it's time to quit already. We're just getting started. Okay. When it's all said and done, God has only given us a partial revelation. He just gives us these things like we talked about tonight. Jerusalem was torn down, but now Jerusalem is rebuilt. He talked about, he told what was going to happen to them. He talks about what's going to happen in the future. Paul writes letters to the churches. This is what's going to happen in the last days. So God has only given us a partial revelation. The signs are increasing in nature. I was talking, you know, people in Indiana were in, and uh, Fernando was talking about uh, earthquakes. They had an earthquake somewhere. I can't remember what it was a few months ago, like out west somewhere. And I thought, I have never heard of an earthquake in like, Minnesota or somewhere. But how many knows things are changing? That's what I said. Things are changing. The world is changing. Okay? How much more can things change? How, anybody ask yourself, how much more can men get off track than they are now? Okay, how can how can there be much more? How can they these things increased? Now listen, and some signs could be fulfilled after the catching away of the saints. Some of this stuff could happen after. But this is what I like right here. There is no unfulfilled sign that would prevent the catching away of the saints. The next thing to happen in the prophetic timeline, in my opinion. In my opinion. Now, there's no, now see, you get into the tribulation. Some believe it's going to be after the, the rapture's after the tribulation. And some say the rapture's in the middle of the tribulation. Some say it's before. I've always been taught that it was before. And that, book, that Thessalonians kind of makes me look at that. But I really don't know. I don't think anybody really knows. Somebody said, I'm pan. Are you post trib, pre trib? Somebody said, I'm pan trib. That means it'll all pan out. How many knows this is going to pan out? <laughs> I'm paying, Trevor, because it's all going to pan out. But then the longer the Lord tarries, the more we'll, it'll be more clear. And how many knows it's getting more clear now? If, you know, I, we've always thought that the rapture was going to happen 
before a lot of things happen, okay? But I'll tell you what, the way the world's going now, you can see things happening. If what we were taught earlier and the rapture is be ready before all this stuff starts happening, if that's true, we better be packing our bags in. And I think we should be ready to meet the Lord, don't you? All these things are pointing to the end. They're pointing to the rapture. They're pointing to, to the end. And I, I want to be, uh, the Bible says look up. The Bible says uh, an hour when you think not, then the Son of the Man's going to come. I don't think, I don't want to tell you, well, don't worry about the rapture because this has to happen first or the, the man, you know, this. Ha I don't want to do that. I don't want to give anybody any false security. I want to say be ready to meet the Lord, don't you? I want to be ready. If that trumpet blows tonight, I want to fly. Amen. I want to fly, don't you? Praise the Lord. Because let's look at that scripture real quick. Praise God. Let's go to real quick. This is the. Praise the Lord. Uh, let's see. Last. Let's find it real quick. Praise the Lord. 1 Corinthians 15. Now this, verse, verse 50, This I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, neither doth corruption inherit incorruption. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep. That means die. But we shall be changed. Listen to this now. This is Bible. This is going to happen to somebody. Are you ready? I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep. And that just simply means we not. The Bible talks about death as sleep. We shall not all sleep. Okay. We shall not all fall asleep. We're not. <laughs> not going to die. Everybody. Okay. But. We shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed, for this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory, and O death, where is thy sting? And O grave, where is thy victory? I want to be ready, don't you? And we're living in the last days. I really do. I think we're living at a time that uh, uh, I think there's... Let me look at something else here. First Thessalonians 4. Okay. Now the Thessalonians had people that had passed away. And they, they loved their, their loved ones. And they, they wanted them. And they were worried about them. Okay. And Paul said, For this we say unto you 
by the word of the Lord that we which are alive and remain. Okay, wait back, let me back up. He said, for I would not have you ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that you sorrow not even as others which have no hope. He's talking about their loved ones passed away, okay? For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them which are also asleep or dead in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you, listen now, by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout and with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain. See, somebody's going to get to go in this rapture. That sounds pretty good, don't it? We which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. We, the children of God still look for the coming of the Lord. We're still looking for Jesus to rapture his church out of here. Now, I don't know how it's all going to unfold, but I think we still ought to be ready, don't you? I think we ought to be looking up like he said. When you see all this stuff taking place, the world's getting crazy. You can, you can, I can almost picture an antichrist ruling the world, having one leader. I can see that. How many I see that going that way? Can anybody see that happening besides me? Can anybody see a one-world monetary system? Can anybody? How many knows there are people that want that? There are, there's a system in place in our world that's working towards that, and it's going to happen. God let us know it's going to happen. But when I was the kid and they was talking about it in church, I never, I never didn't know exactly how it was going to happen. But I can see it now, especially with the technology we have. They could have a meet. You can have a meeting, and people be all over the world and sit and look at each other. And the Bible talks about the. the I got to close, but the Bible talks about the two witnesses in Revelations, and they die and then they raise again. The Bible says the whole world sees them. How many knows that's possible today? All you got to do is put something on your phone. You could be there and see something that happened in France. And somebody could look at your phone and see it happening. But I tell you what, God's word is true in it. Let's just be ready, shall we? Let's stand. Last days, last days, last days. Amen. Praise God. We just barely scratched the skirt surface of this subject. We just went through it real fast. Praise the Lord, but... Let's pray. Jesus, we love you tonight. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. Thank you for letting us see the signs. Thank you for letting us have understanding that you are coming back and you are going to rapture a church out of here. We don't understand all of it. We don't know how it's all going to work out. Just help us to be ready. Help us be on fire. Help our lamps be trimmed and full of oil. and Help us be ready to meet, meet you in the air in that day. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you tonight. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to the podcast of Southwest Apostolic Church. If we can help you, we will. Give us a call, 317-227-0182. Send us an email, swac3161 at gmail. If we can help you, we want to. God bless. Thanks for listening.